Welcome back, friends and neighbors. It's Wednesday, May 10th. Born on this date in 1940, the late singer-songwriter Arthur Alexander of Sheffield recorded at Fame Studios before it moved to Muscle Shoals. Let's talk about Mobile's possible geographical growth, national Democrats keeping an eye on the state ones, and gators on the beach. The better kind of gators, lowercase g. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Mobile took a step closer to adding 25,000 residents into its city limits Tuesday when the city council voted to allow those would-be residents to vote on whether to be annexed into the port city, reports AL.com's John Sharp. Concerns over the annexation have centered on race. Most of the new Mobile citizens would be white, and there have been concerns over that challenging the city's status of having minorities making up a majority of those of voting age. Yet, Mobile's population has been shrinking as Baldwin County across the bay has boomed. Council President C.J. Small represents a majority black district. He voted against a smaller but similar annexation effort four years ago. This time, he said he was swayed by the city's investments into his district and projected revenue growth from this proposal. Quote, I cannot sit back no longer and let my city lose integrity and keep losing citizens. There are four areas that could approve annexation. The Kings Branch subdivision, Orchard Estate subdivision, the Cotton Hills region, and an area near the Mobile Regional Airport. Now, if all four areas were to move into Mobile, it would reorder Alabama's list of most populated cities, at least according to the latest census numbers. It would put Mobile at around 212,000 and jump it past Montgomery and Birmingham and into second place behind Huntsville, which has around 215,000 residents. Democrats in Washington say they're concerned over what's going on in the Alabama Democratic Party, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Over the weekend, the state party's executive committee held a vote and eliminated three caucuses, among other changes. The caucuses at issue were for youth, people with disabilities, and LGBTQ. Also, objections were made after some were kept from voting because of a $50 fee. Now, Democratic National Conference Chair Jamie Harrison has said on social media that the DNC is looking into the concerns. Now, since the DNC, supported by former U.S. Senator Doug Jones, pushed the state party into a change in leadership and rules and adding caucuses, the older guard state Democrats have managed to push back. Longtime party leader Joe Reed is the head of the Alabama Democratic Conference in the Black Caucus, and his supporters are concerned about power held by the Black Caucuses being diluted by others in the executive committee. Well, another day, another weird story from the Gulf Coast that... Let's start that again. Another day, another awesome story from the Gulf Coast that surprised a lot of people who don't live near the Gulf Coast. Yesterday, we talked about a jet ski heading down Highway 98 and had nothing to do with sea level rise. Today, let's address the alligator that was hanging out on Dolphin Island over the weekend. AL.com's Warren Kulo reports that folks were a bit startled, as you might imagine. Somebody posted a picture on social media, and that caught some attention. For those not fortunate enough in life to have spent much time wade fishing in coastal waters frequented by both sharks and gators, I'll read from an email sent to Warren by the Dolphin Island Sea Lab. Quote, alligators are not unusual on Dolphin Island, though they don't tolerate salt water very well. 
So if there's one hanging out on the beach, it may have wandered over there from the freshwater ponds or made its way following a rainfall event when the water was lower in salinity. Hey, summertime's almost officially here. We'll see y'all tourists soon. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us on the internet anytime you want to at AL.com.